The Gem City Sports Network presents the High School Game of the Week. Today's game is being brought to you by Profiler Performance Products, McAfee Heating and Air, any season, any time, McAfee, by Profiler Inc., by the USO, by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwestern Ohio, by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Let's head out to the stadium for all the play-by-play action of high school football. Here's Doug Brown. And good evening, everybody, from Carlisle High School's Laughlin Field. We welcome you to the Week 10 of the High School Game of the Week. Tonight's game features the Eaton Eagles and the Carlisle Indians. Eaton comes into this game with a record of three wins, two losses, seven and two overall. They average 35.4 points per game and give up 17.4 points per game. Carlisle, on the other hand, they come in at one and four in, in the conference, three and six overall. They are they average 18 points a game and give up 28. Last year, these two teams met and Eaton won it over in Eaton, 21 to nothing. Eaton's Danny Caldwell rushed for 104 yards on 16 carries and three touchdowns to lead Eaton to the to the shutout win. Carlisle's Luke Richards carried the ball 14 times for 55 yards, and Blake Lawson rushed for 13 times for 45 yards. Last week, Eaton they beat uh, Waynesville in overtime, 32-29, and Carlisle defeated Middletown Madison, 27-20. It's a big game for both teams. The Eaton Eagles, they win. They could get a home game. And Carlisle must win just to get into the playoffs. They are ranked 15th in the in their uh, region. So they got to, uh, they've got to win. So it is also senior night, and we're going to have the activities here at Laughlin Field here in just a couple of minutes, and we'll be back with those right after this. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. We know that purchasing a new system is... Profiler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com. Com, or on our Facebook page, Profiler. Welcome to the Carlisle High School Senior Fall Athlete Recognition Night. Tonight we honor our seniors in football, band, cheerleaders, tennis, golf, cross-country, soccer, and volleyball. First, our senior football players. Our first senior is Cruz Allison. He is being escorted by his parents, Shane and Heather Allison. Cruzan is in his fourth season uh, on the Indians football team where he has been named all-league linebacker the last two years. He is also varsity letterman in basketball, track, and field, and a member of the chess club. 
Cruz placed first in Ohio Mathematics con- Contest last spring and was recently named National Merit Commended Scholar. He is very active in the theater and arts program at CHS and serves as a president of the National Honor Society and vice president of the senior class and was recently selected at the CHS Homecoming King. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Cruz Allison. Next, we have Wyatt Benton. He's being escorted by his father, Thomas, and mother, Brandy, along... Being a member of the varsity football team, he is on the CHS track and field team and award-winning member of the Carlisle Theater Arts. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Wyatt Benton. Our next senior is Silas Borders. He's being escorted by his parents, Chance and Nikki, and brother, Talon. Silas is a three-year varsity football player, four-year varsity baseball player, where he was selected a 2023 SW. BL Player of the Year, and All-Area Player of the Year for Third Team All-State for Baseball. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Silas Borders. Our next senior is Brennan Ferguson. He's being escorted by his mom, Brittany. Brennan has played football for 10 years and will be beginning his fifth year of track in the spring. He's a three-year member of the CIRA and has worked as an office aide for two years. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Brennan Ferguson. C-E-R-A? Yeah, okay. All right. They didn't have dots in them. Next, we have Dylan Holt. He's being joined by his mom, Sarah, stepdad, Robbie, brother, Colton, and grandma, Sheila. Dylan is a four-year football player and a two-year varsity wrestling team member. Ladies and gentlemen, Dylan Holt. Next, we have Dylan Leach. He's being escorted by his mom, Leslie Mincic, and his stepdad, Stephen. Dylan has played football, basketball, and serves as a gym aide this year. He will be receiving the Red Blood Cord at graduation. Dylan will be entering the workforce after graduation. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Dylan Leach. Next, we have Jonah McIntosh who is joined by his mom, Rachel, dad, Greg, sister, Jillian. Jonah is a three-year football varsity letterman, one-year varsity basketball player while playing on the SWL championship team. He is a four-year honor roll student, a six-year CERA recipient, member of the yearbook staff, and plans to attend Miami University to study computer science. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Jonah McIntosh. Our next senior is Caden Neely. He's being escorted by Savannah Tabor. He's a member of the varsity football and wrestling teams. Caden is a member of the National Iron Society, yearbook staff, and a six-year member of CERA. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Caden Neely. Next, we have senior Logan Roush. He is being escorted by his parents, Sean and Heather, and his siblings, Tyler, Braden, and Holly. He is a four-year varsity letterman in football and a two-year member of the varsity wrestling team. He plans to attend college in the fall of 2024. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Logan Roush. 
Next is Tanner Riley. He is joined by his mother Jessica Camus and father and stepmom Mark and Amy Riley. Tanner is a member of the varsity football and baseball teams at CHS. He is a member of the National Honor, so Honor Society. He plans to attend Miami University for business. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Tanner Riley. Next, we have Colton Rogers. He's being escorted by his family, Nikki, Bob Weston, and Emery. Colton is a four-year varsity football player. He plans to attend college next fall to obtain a degree in finance. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Colton Rogers. Our next senior is Adam Smith. He is joined by his parents, John and Angie, sister Peyton, and grandparents, Teresa and Rick. Along with being on the CHS football team, he is a three-year varsity baseball player for the three-time SWL champion baseball team. Adam is also a member of the CERA. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Adam Smith. Our last senior football player is Cameron Webb. He is being escorted by his parents, Jeff and Dara. He is a three-year varsity football player and a member of the track and field team at CHS. Cameron is, Cameron is currently attending MVCTC in electrical trades field. He plans on attending, attending trade school upon the comp, er, excuse me, comp, completion of high school. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Cameron Webb. There's my first one. <laughs> Next, we have our senior band members. First, we have Nathan Benzing. He's being escorted by his father, Michael, and mother, Leah, and siblings, Hi and Zoo and Hannah. Nathan has been in the marching band for three years, jazz band for two years, and the pep and concert band for four years. He has also been on the quiz team at CHS. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Nathan Benzing. This is tough. <laughs> Next, we have Kaylin Brooks. Escorted by Mr. John Oliver. Kaylin is a four-year member of the Caller Guard. Kaylin attends the Miami Valley Career Technology Center. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kaylin Brooks. Next, we have Abigail Campbell. She's being escorted by her parents, James and Brandy Campbell. Abby is a five-year member of the marching band, four-year winner wins member. She is also a member of the National Honor Society, where she serves as a historian. She is a member of the student council, yearbook staff, played varsity soccer for one year. Abby was recently crowned the CHS Homecoming Queen. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Abigail Campbell. Next, we have Ava Carpenter. She is joined by her mom, Jacqueline Carpenter, and her best friend, Dakota France. She's a five-year member of the marching band and serves as a section leader and as a junior was a drum major. Ava plays varsity soccer for CHS and is a member of the National Honor Society and currently does CCCP courses. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ava Carpenter. Our next senior, senior is Olivia Gayhart. She's being escorted by her father, Tony Gayhart, grandmother, Lisa Marino, 
Aunt Charlotte Venters, big sister Sophia, and in her spirit, her little brother Anthony. Olivia is a five-year member of the marching band, pet band, and went to wins and a four-year jazz band member. She is also a five-year member of the CERA. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Olivia Gayhart. This is where it's true. Next, we have Ethan Goins. Ethan is joined by his family, Ethan, or by his family, parents Roger and Bonnie, siblings Isaac and Kate, and grandparents Dale and Robin. Ethan is a five-year member of the marching concert and jazz band. He has played tennis for two years and is a member of the National Honor Society. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ethan Goins. This is a big one. Anna Gross. Next, we have senior Anna Gross. She's being escorted by her mom, Kimberly, dad, Jeremiah Gross, and brothers, Caleb and Levi. Anna has been in the band since sixth grade, where she worked hard to earn a trumpet section leader. Anna attends the Miami Valley Career Technology Center for Health Occupations, where she was awarded the position of student ambassador. She is CPR certified and earned a state certified nursing assistant license and is currently working on her EKG license. She job shadows at Kettering Hospital and enjoys volunteering at local animal shelters and food pantries. Anna's dream is to become a doctor and specialize in cancer treatment and research. Ladies and gentlemen, Anna Gross. Next we have Miles Irwin. He's being escorted by his parents Steve and Nikki Irwin. Miles is a five-year member of the marching band and jazz band for four-year member of the pet band, two-year member of the Winter Winds. He is a two-year varsity runner for cross-country team. He has been involved in track for six years and has been a district qualifier for the past three years in high jump. My plans on attending college to the major in biology and zoology. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Miles Irwin. Next is senior Andrea Jackson. She is joined by her parents Charity and Jeremy and her brother Brendan. She's a five-year marching pep and jazz band member at four-year concert member band as well. Andrea is a member of the National Honor Society. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Andrea Jackson. Our next seniors are Titus Kramer and Eli Kramer. They are being escorted by their mom, Beth Graham, dad, Mark Kramer. Titus is a six-year member of the Jazz and Pet Band, five-year member of the marching band and winter winds. Titus is a member of the National Honor Society and the Carlisle Theater Arts Program. Eli Kramer is a varsity soccer player and attends the MVCC where he has earned his welding certificate and a member of the FFA. He plans on pursuing his passion for agriculture and after graduation. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Titus Kramer and Eli Kramer. Next, we have senior Kiera Lewis. She's being escorted by her mom, Megan Lewis, and her dad, Philip Lewis. She's a three-year marching band member and the color guard section leader. She is a four-year student council representative and is the National Honor Society Parliamentarian. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Kiera Lewis. That's a big word. <laughs> 
Next we have Courtney Osborne. She is joined by her parents Josh and Brandy Osborne and sister Liberty. She is a four-year member of the marching band. She is a welding student at CPC. She is a member of the National Honor Society and has been a member of the 4-H for 10 years. In 2023, she was Warren County Fair Horse Show Reserve Grand Champion and 2023 Ohio State Fair Horse Show Grand Champion. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Courtney Osborne. How many marching bands they got? <laughs> Our final marching band senior is Vincent Strider. Vincent is being escorted by his grandmother Judy Woods and brother Keith and sister Amy. Vincent is a five-year marching band, four-year jazz band, two-year Winter Woods and Pet Band member. Vincent is also a member of the FFA and received a Green Hand degree and studies animal care and management at the CTC. Ladies and gentlemen, Vincent Strider. Now for our senior cheerleaders. First we have Haley Riley. She is joined by her parents Josh and Sarah Riley. She is a three-year varsity football basketball cheerleader. Haley is a seven-year member of the award-winning competition cheer team. She was voted All-American cheerleader for two years. She's a four-year member of the CERA. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Haley Riley. Next, we have Bailey Lucas. She's being escorted by her mom, Sabrina, her brother, Cannon Lucas, and in loving memory of her father, Steve Lucas. She's a two-year member of the football and basketball varsity cheer squads. She is proud to have accomplished school, work, and cheer successfully while in high school. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Bailey Lucas. Our first volleyball senior is Elena Eldridge. She is being escorted by her mom, Andrea Lane, and stepmom, Kaylee Thomas. She's a four-year varsity softball player, three-year varsity basketball and volleyball player. She is on a yearbook staff and a member of the CERA. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Elena Eldridge. Next, we have Samantha Lambert. She's escorted by her parents, Brian and Amber, Amber Lambert. She's a member of the varsity volleyball team. She is the senior class secretary and treasurer of the National Honor Society. Sam is a member of the yearbook staff in Carlisle Theater Arts. Ladies and gentlemen, Ms. Samantha Lambert. Our first senior boys soccer player is Kalen Brown. He is being escorted by his parents, Drew Brown and Lay and Pat Top. Kalen is a senior class president and the National Honor Society vice president. He is captain of the soccer and cross country teams this year. Kalen serves as the editor of the yearbook. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Kalen Brown. Is that Talbert? Yeah. Next, we have C.D. Talbert. He's being joined by his father, Christopher Talbert, and mother, Marlou Talbert. He is captain of the varsity soccer team. He's a member of the National Honor Society, and it is an Eagle Scout. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. C.D. Talbert. Our next senior soccer player is Ty Tucker. Ty is being escorted by his parents Rob and Noel and sister Sydney Banks. 
He's a varsity soccer captain and plays varsity tennis. He received the Sportsmanship Award for Tennis and was league champs his junior year. He is a seven-year member of the CERA. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ty Tucker. Our first girl soccer player is Cheyenne Castle. She's being escorted by her dad Chris, mom Amy, and sister Bristol. She's a varsity soccer player and a 13-year member of the Girl Scouts. She has received the bronze and silver star and her counselor certification. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Cheyenne Castle. Now this gets crazy. Lightheaded and everything. You're almost done. Almost done. Three, three. Next, we have Emma Smith. She is joined by her mom, Yvonne. She's a four-year varsity soccer player. Emma was named Player of the Year and Captain during her junior year. She was first team SWL, second team All-District. She attends a CTC and is an FCCLA officer. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Emma Smith. Next, we have our senior tennis player. Kirsten Bottles. She's being joined by her parents, Doug and Pam Bottles, and sister and brother-in-law, Brittany and Luke Farrell. She's a four-year varsity tennis letterman. She is second team all-league. She is a member of the National Honor Society yearbook staff and three-year member of the varsity softball team. Ladies and gentlemen, Kirsten Bottles. Next, we have our senior golf. First, we have Ashlyn Allen. She's being escorted by her dad, Joe, mom, Stacy, sisters, Cambria, Brianne. She is a four-year member of the varsity softball and basketball teams. This is her first year of golf, and she received the SWL honorable mention. Ashlyn is also a member of the National Honor Society. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Ashlyn Allen. Our final senior representing cross-country is Chloe Lucas. She's being escorted by her parents, Peter and Samantha Lucas, and Addie Lucas. Along with running cross-country, she is the capping of her cr criminal justice program at the MVCT Center. As well as a student ambassador, she is also a member of the Carlisle Theater Arts. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Chloe Lucas. This concludes our senior night. We wish all the seniors the best of luck in their future endeavors. And once an Indian, always an Indian. <laughs> that concludes our senior night activities. We'll be back with more after this.
Frank. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a Special Wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Back here at Laughlin Field, we are getting set for action as the Central St- or as the uh, Carlisle Indians will host the Eaton Eagles. It's a big game for both teams. Eaton has already made the playoffs. They they win, they will get a home game. If they lose, they'll know. Carlisle, they must win to get in and have help. So we will find out that out two o'clock on Sunday afternoon. And we will have uh, all the pairings for you right here on Gem City Sports Network beginning at 6 p.m. And following that, we'll have uh, also some, uh, we did some interviews with some of the drivers out with the uh, uh, harness racing out at the Dayton Racino. So uh, pretty interesting on that. So um, once again, here at Carlisle, Eaton is 3-2 and two, coming into the game with a in the conference, 7-2 and two overall. They average 35 points a game, give up 17. Carlisle, on the other hand, they are 1-4 and four in the conference and 3-6 and six overall. They are they average 18 points a game, give up 28 points per game. Last year, Carla, or Eaton won the game over at uh, Eaton, 21 nothing. Eaton's Danny Caldwell rushed for 104 yards on 16 carries and three touchdowns to lead Eaton to the shutout win. Carlisle, 
Carlisle's Luke Richards carried the ball 14 times for 55 yards, and Blake Lawson rushed 13 times for 45 yards. Last week, Eaton defeated Waynesville in overtime, 20, or 32-29, and Carlisle defeated Middletown Madison uh, 27-20. Next week, it'll be the playoffs for Eaton in Division Four, Region 16, since they have clinched a spot in the playoffs, and a win could give them a home playoff game. And Carlisle, they're in Division Five, Region 20, and is currently 15th in the region and needs to win to get in. And they will need to be, they will be on the road, a loss, and they're pretty much out of the playoffs. Some of the other games today in the SWBL. Monroe will be at Edgewood. Brookville is right across the river over at um, Franklin. Middletown Madison at Oakwood. Bellbrook was, is it in Hamilton take on, to take on Ross. And the big game of the night, besides this one, Valley View is at Waynesville. Valley View is in first place in the uh, Buckeye division of the SWBL. They are in Division 5. They are number one. Waynesville, they are uh, in second place at 4-1, and 7-2 and two overall. Wayne, uh, Valley View is undefeated at 9-0. and oh. Brookville is in third place at 4-2, and 7-2 and two overall. Now, Valley View, Waynesville, and Brookville are all in the playoffs, and they all will host a home game. Eaton is in fourth place, Air Division Four, and they are eighth in the in the region. They are three and two, seven and two overall. Carlisle is right behind them in in uh, fifth place, in Division Five, and they are fifteenth. They are one and four and three and six. Oakwood, they come in at one and four and three and six. They are in D three, and in fifteenth place. And Middletown Madison. Is D five zero and five and four and five overall. They are number thirteen. So everybody in the, this in their division right now, the Buckeye division, is in the playoffs. It all depends, you know. Of course, when you're in, you lose, you're out. Sometimes. Bellbrook is in the is in first place in the Southwestern division. They are a D three school. They are number ten in the in the region. They are three and zero, six and three overall. Edgewood is two and one, as is Ross, the newcomers of the. Uh, they are newcomers uh, into this uh, Southwestern Buckeye League. They're both two and one and three and six. And Franklin and Monroe round out the uh, Southwestern division. Franklin is one and three, two and seven overall. Monroe is zero uh, and three and two and seven overall. Last week, Ross beat Monroe 41-14. Carlisle over Middletown Madison 27-20. Bellbrook over Oakwood 37-13. Edgewood, or uh, Eaton beat Waynesville and Valley View beat Brookville. We'll be back with the national anthem right after this. This is what matters. This is beyond X's and O's. This is the difference mutual respect makes. This is what character looks like. This is what defines us in Ohio. This is sportsmanship. School sports. It's not the outcome that matters most, but the way the games are played. This message presented by the Ohio High School Athletic Association and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. It's me, your heart. 
high blood pressure is serious, and if you think I'm just going to keep ticking away, you're wrong. I can quit whenever I want, but I like my job. Just treat me better. Maybe we can do some exercise on occasion. After all, we're in this together. Don't let your heart quit on you. High blood pressure can lead to a stroke, heart attack, or death. Get yours to a healthy range before it's too late. Find out how at heart.org/bloodpressure. A message from the American Heart Association, the American Stroke Association, and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. And back, and back here at Laughlin Field on the campus of Carlisle High School. Welcome you back to tonight's final game of the regular season, the Carlisle Indians taking on the Eaton Eagles. The... Um, Computer rankings go like this. In Region 2, it'll be Olentangy, then Olentangy Berlin, Finley, Centerville, Toledo Whitmer, Dublin Kaufman, Wayne, and Hayes. They are all home teams as of right now, but tonight, Wayne hosts Centerville at Wayne, and that's going to be a dandy. That's always a dandy. You can throw out the records on that one, too. That is a very heated rivalry. The the, uh, other eight go like this. Perrysburg, Miamisburg, Fairmont, Olentangy Orange, Marysville, Springfield, Olentangy Liberty, and Dublin uh, Jerome. So we're going to have the national anthem here pretty soon with the uh, choir from Carlisle. In Region Three, uh, Region Two, or Region Four, Springboro is in. They are twelfth right now. And uh, they're the only ones from this area in Region 4. The rest of them are all Cincinnati. In Division 2, Region 8, the top eight are Anderson, Withrow, Troy, Northmont, Winton Woods, Harrison, Loveland, and Lima Senior. The, uh, those are the top eight. They all have home games as of right now. So the band is coming onto the field. We're going to send it down to the band. Here's the band, the Carlisle Marching Band.
Great job by the Carlisle Choir and our national anthem. We are just uh, about seven minutes away from the opening kickoff here at Carlisle as our week number 10 is about to begin. And uh, last night there was a couple of games. Dunbar defeated opponents 36 to nothing down at the stadium. So the... Uh, So some of the players to watch tonight for both teams. As soon as I can get to them. Greetings on behalf of the Southwestern Buckeye League and our 12-member schools. I would like to welcome you to today's event. The Southwestern Buckeye League enters 79th year of existence with the start of the 23-24 school year. The SWL has built a distinguished and proud history of academic and athletic excellence and proudly look forward to continuing that excellence long into the future. We recognize that competition can be fierce, but we must strive to promote and encourage sportsmanship to the fullest degree. Proper conduct and respect for all actions to be demonstrated before, during, and after all sporting events and activities. We ask for your support with this initiative. Some of the players to watch here tonight uh, will be watching is Chris Atkins. He's the quarterback for the uh, Eagles. He's thrown 122, or he's thrown 168 times for 122 yards and 1,711 yards total and 16 touchdowns. The only downside is eight interceptions. 
He also leads the uh, SWBL in passing. Rushing yards, you got Cordes Burrard. He leads the team in rushing with 97 carries and 642 yards and 7 TDs. His best game was against Middletown Madison, where he carried the ball 14 times for 126 yards. Van Plants, hang on, Slippy. Here we go. Some of the other players to watch here for Eaton is uh, Bryson Simpson. He's second on the team in rushing with 55 carries for 295 yards and 10 touchdowns. His uh, best game was against Talawanda when he carried the ball 15 times for 76 yards at TD. Receiving, Eaton has three, three receivers in the top five in receiving yards. Connor Bach, Leslie Orr, they, they lead... Uh, they are two of the three. Connor Bach is third in it with 31 receptions and for 48 yards. Uh, Braden Demon is the other one. Uh, his best game, uh, let's see, Connor Bach, his best game was against Oakwood with nine catches and 142 yards. Also against Richmond with four catches on 142 yards and two touchdowns. Braden Dean was, is fourth in, with, in the, uh, league with 45 catches and for 522 yards, four TDs. His best game was against Greenville, and he had seven catches for 103 yards. Defensively, Devin Rader leads the team in tackles with 84 and a sack. Cooper Wilson and Presley Stewart each have four sacks, and and the team has 18 and a half sacks. Kicking John Hewitt is 7 for 11 in field goals, and as long as it's 50 yards, and that was last week against Waynesville. For the Carlisle Indians, Cooper Steckel has thrown the ball just 46 times, completing 19 for just 242 yards. They like to run the ball. Um, he, has ru- he has also rushed the ball 57 times for 108 yards and two TDs. His best game passing was against Twin Valley South, where he was 4 for 4 for 138 yards and two TDs. Rushing it in, rushing it uh, was against Miami East, where he carried the ball 12 times for 74 yards, a couple of touchdowns. Blake Lawson and Luke Richards are the other two ball carriers to watch for for the Indians, as well as Silas Borders. He has five catches for 113 yards. Defensively, Jeremy Hand, Cruz Allison, they have a combined 103 tackles, or 203 tackles, and five sacks. As a team, Carlisle has 12 total sacks. Kicking Landon Meehan is 10 of 11 in extra points. He has yet to try a field goal. So, 
Sit back and enjoy tonight's game between the Carlisle Indians and the Eaton Eagles here from Laughlin Field on the campus of Carlisle High School. Glad you can join us on this cool evening. Game time temperature. We'll get that here in just a second. Game time temperature is 54 degrees with a wind out of the northwest at 15 miles an hour, gusting to 23. Wind chill factor of 50. So we'll try and keep up with some scores from around the other, from around the area tonight here on the Gem City Sports Network as players, our teams are vying for playoff positions. Going back deep for the Indians will be Silas Borders, Blake Lawson, and also Ethan Ham kicking off for the Eagles. Big number 90 in John Hewitt. Hewitt, a 6'3 sophomore. So here we go. John Hewitt, ready to kick off for the Eagles. Blake Lawson, back deep for the Indians, along with Ethan Ham and Silas Porter. So Hewitt will tee it up on the 40-yard line as we are getting, as we are set for action here at Laughlin Field. And there's the whistle, and we are underway. And over and kick coming down to the far side, picked up by Lawson. Lawson to the 10, to the 15, to the 20. And up to the 22-yard line, and that's where he, that's where Carolina will take over. First and ten. Twenty-one-yard line brings up first and ten for the Indians. It'll be first and ten from the 21-yard line. Next week, we will. We hope to have a game. Don't know where. Could be Eaton. It could be Twin Valley South. Don't know where. Could be anywhere. So here come the Eagle, or here come the Indians out onto the field. And they go right to the line of scrimmage. And off, up the middle goes to Luke Richards is the ball carrier. Luke Richards. No gain on the play. Richards does not gain a, does not gain, maybe a yard. Second and, second and a long nine. Second and a long nine. And at quarterback is Clayton Jewell for the for the Indians. Man coming in motion. He pitch it back. It goes to Lawson. Lawson coming around the near side, and he's Blake Lawson's your ball carrier. He's tackled immediately by number. Not going to gain anything. He might have lost a yard. Devin Rader. Did lose a no yard back the to the 20. Third Still third down and 10. Ball resting at the 20-yard line. Just underway here at Carlisle High School. Now receivers going out to either side. Going over to the far side is Jonah McIntosh. Coming over to the near side is Justice Taylor. In the backfield is Luke Richards. 
Here's a handoff. And that's going to go right to Lawson. Lawson is your carrier. Lawson not going to gain anything. So that'll be fourth down. They did not gain a yard on that one. So back deep for the Eagles will be Braden Deem. And also back is Connor Bach. Cruz Allison to punt for the Indians. Allison will punt it away. Kind of fumbles a little bit. Here's a good punt coming down. And Deem's going to let it go. And it's going to get us. Carlisle Wool inside the 30. All the way down to the 26-yard line. That's where Carlisle's. Well, down it. Allison is down by Justice Taylor at the Eagle 32 Justin yard line. Taylor downs it, and the Eagles will take over first and ten at their own 26-yard line. Make it their own 25-yard line. Correction, ball at the 25-yard line for the Eagles. So it'll be first and ten. 9.45 left here in this first quarter. No score between the Eagles and the Indians. Eagles get the ball for the first time here. Atkins going back to pass. And he's not going to... He takes it and he does not get anywhere. Number 18, Chris Atkins dropped back to pass. He is sacked. By number 25. Well, take it back. He is sacked back at the Brings 20. Up second and 14 for the Eagles. Second down, 14. Ball resting at the 21 yard line. 9 18 and counting here at Laughlin Field on the campus of Carlisle High School. Receivers to either side. Two to the near side. Atkins gets the snap. Hands off. And. It was to Cordis Berard. Cordis Berard on the carry. Yeah, he gets about maybe two, on the, two on the play. It'll be third down and 12. Jeremy Ham and Logan Roush on the tackle. Evan Roush in on the stop for the Indians. Coming over to the near side is Bach. Going over to the far side is Dean. Atkins going back to pass, looking over to his right side, and the receiver slips and falls. Atkins pass. And it's going to be a 1, 2, 3, and out for Eaton now, too. Brings up 4th and 12 for the Eagles. So 4th and 12, going back deep for the Silas Indians. Will be Silas going back deep will be Blake Lawson for the Indians. Standing at about his 40-yard line. They got a stiff wind. John Hewitt on the punt. Blake Lawson back to return. Hewitt will do the punting. Lawson standing at his 45, now moving up. And they had some wide receivers out, but they didn't, they were uncovered. There's a punt. It's going to start, hit at the 48-yard line and just roll to the 46. And that's where the Indians will take over first and 10. At the 46-yard line. First and 10. A 13 left in the first quarter. Eight minutes, 13 seconds left in this first quarter from Carlisle High School. Glad you can join us on this final week of the high school football season. Coming up on Sunday, we will have the pairings show beginning at 6 p.m. 
And that will be on radio1.gemcitysports.com. It'll be the for you here. So here come the Indians once again. And off this time to Lawson. Lawson gets up the middle and gets up about two yards. Lawson has the ball for about three yards. Tackled by the interior lineman of the Eagles. Pick up a three. Second down and seven. Ball will be placed at the 48-yard line of Carlisle. Jewel getting, his, up second seven getting the, the play. Year. Now he comes in. Relays it to his buddies. Now come up to the line of scrimmage. There's a handoff to Lawson. Lawson over to left tackle. He gets into Eaton territory just barely to the 49-yard line. Lawson has the ball for about a two-yard game. Brings up third and five for the Indians. Tackled by the interior lineman of the Eagles. They're going to mark it at the 50-yard line, the Carlisle side of the 50. So it'll be third down and five. Ball at the at midfield. Lawson and Richards in the backfield. It's time to hand off to Richards. Richards gets close to the first down. Going to see where they're going to mark it. Luke Richards is the ball carrier. That is going to be a good Looks enough like for a first down. first down. That first down is brought to you by Valley Real Estate. So first and ten ball at the 45-yard line of Eaton. Carlisle gets into Eaton territory for the first time. Joel back into the huddle. And a handoff to Lawson. Lawson last tackle. Gets down to the 43-yard line. Blake Lawson on the carry. Looks like for about two yards. So he's second down and about eight or nine. Where are they going to mark it? They're going to mark it at the 44, so pick up a one. Second and nine. Number 18, Chris Atkins on the battle. Once again in the backfield is Richards and Lawson. Man in motion. Here's a handoff to Richards. Richards up the middle. And he's going to be stopped by a whole flock of the Eagles. Luke Richards is your ball carrier. Up the middle for no gain on the play. Brings up third and eight for the Indians. Stopped on the play by big number 57, and that was Drew DeWitt. Drew DeWitt on the tackle for the Eagles. So pickup of one. It'll be third down and seven from the 48-yard, of the 43-yard line. I'm sorry, 43-yard line. Once again, Lawson and Richards in the backfield. And off this time, Jewel, or Jules was going to keep it, and he slips and falls. Otherwise, he would have had some running room. For loss about two yards, he slips on the turf. Brings up so it'll be fourth down. Back at uh, the original line of scrimmage, so it'll be fourth and ten. Punting unit coming in and going back deep for the Eagles. It'll be Cruz out on the punt for the Indians. Number two, Braden Dean, back to return for the Eagles. Allison will boot it away. A bad, a low snap and a high kick, but it's going to be a short one. And it's going to go out of bounds. And Eaton will have the ball deep in their own territory. Within the 20, maybe? 
Plump goes out of bounds at the 20-yard line. That's where Eaton will take over, first and 10 from their own 20-yard line. 447 left in the first period. Quick moving first quarter, 447 left here in this quarter. No score between the Eagles and the Indians. As good old JR would call it, a good old slobber knocker. Two receivers coming over to the near side. And Bach and Orr. There's Atkins on the... And... That was Atkins on the carry. Atkins on the carry for about a yard. Dylan Holden, Cruz Allison, and on tackle for looks the like, Indians. It, it looks like the Indians have got their for number. The Umbrella's coming out. Must be sprinkling a little bit. That could change the whole atmosphere here. Both teams like to run. Here come the Eagles up to the line of scrimmage. Second down and eight. Atkins in the gun. Atkins will hand off. This time Berard has it, and he is going to be stopped at the line of scrimmage. And sent back by Logan Roush. He's going to give, going to give him uh, a couple of yards. Maybe third down and six. And Logan Roush brings up third and six. Third and six for the Eagles. 335 remaining in this first quarter. No score. Deem going over to the far side. To the near side is Orr and Bach. Good snap. Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield. Knight throws it, throws it to uh, Preston Orr. Orr, does, he does get, does he get, he does get the first down. That yardage is not for an evil first down. First first He's down for the Eagles tonight. Brings up first and ten for the Eagles at their own 35-yard line. First and ten at the Eagles' 35-yard line. Each team has one first down. Going over to the far side is Orr and Beam. Two receivers to the near side. Atkins looking for somebody to get it to. Fires downfield and in and out of the hands of just of uh, Leslie Orr. Atkins pass falls incomplete. Second and ten. Leslie Orr. Ethan Ham on the covers knocks it away. Brings up second and Ham ten for the Eagles. Knocks it away. Going to be second and ten at the thirty-five yard line. That must have been a quick shower because it. <laughs> So, so here come the Eagles up the line of scrimmage. Atkins in the gun once again. He'll hand off up the middle, and it's going to go to uh, Berard. Corvus Berard. He's going to on the carry, but there is a penalty flag on the mark on the field, right in the area of holding. But we'll see what it is. They're pointing to. They're pointing to Carlisle. Personal foul 
blocked below the waist, and that was against Carlisle. So that's going to be a 15-yard penalty and a first down for the Eaton Eagles. They're going to mark it all the way down to the 43-yard line of the Indians. First and 10 for Eaton. With 2.30, two and a half to go here in this first first quarter. So the Eagles get into Indian territory for the first time tonight. Atkins in the gun. Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield. And a penalty marker comes flying in, and pass is complete to Gavin Winnings. Atkins penalty marker back at the 47 or 49 yard line. And it's going to be a hold against Eaton. Holding on Eaton. It's going to knock him back 10 yards. From the spot of the foul. Or no, I take that back. It's going to be. That'll make it. First and 20. 20 from the Eaton Eagle 46 yard line. Ball resting at the Eagle 47 yard line. Once again, going over to the far side is Deem and Leslie Orr. Gerard gets the hand off up the middle. He's got some running room. And he's got, he's got close to the first down. He's going to get the Gerard first down. Off the middle for a gain of about 20. Justice Taylor on the tackle. So he gets that, he gets that uh, penalty yardage and more back. It's going to be first and ten. Ball will be placed at the 32-yard line of the Indians with 134 remaining here That'll in the first, first, and 10 first from, quarter. Uh, Indian 32-yard line for no the Eagles. score. Quick moving first quarter. Minute 25 left to go in the quarter. Going over to the far side will be Preston Orr and Braden Dean. Leslie Orr going into motion. They're going to fire over to Orr on in the flats, and he's going to be met right there by Justice Taylor. Taylor's going to knock him back, and it's going to be. They're going to, where they're going to mark it at? To or they're going to mark it at the, the thirty-five. Going back to the thirty-five yard line, holding against the holding Eagles. The Eagles. So we'll see whether if if Carlisle is going to take it or not. So they're going to mark it back from the... They're going to mark it back from the 30... Holding on the Eagles. 32, and they're going to mark it at the 42, a 10-yard penalty. be second down and 20. Brings up first down and 20 for the Eagles. Or first and 20, I'm sorry. First and 20. At the Indian 42-yard line. Well, last time they had it, Burrard picked up 20 yards plus on a run up the middle. This time, Atkins going back to pass. Rolls around. There's a flag down. Fire, he fires over to the right side and throws it away. Atkins pass falls incomplete, but there is a penalty flag on the play. See who it's on against. Illegal shift against the Eagles. They may just decline that one. Illegal shift against the Eagles. Declined. On the Eagles, that penalty is declined. That'll make it second warning. 
Second and 20, ball placed at the 42-yard line. Let's take a moment and recognize the class of 1993 for their 30-year reunion. God, that sounds so young. 30-year reunion. <laughs> Hell, I got a 50-year coming up next year. I feel old now. <laughs> Here's a handoff to Berard once again up the middle, and he's not going anywhere. Berard on the carry. He's met immediately by the interior lineman of the Indians for about so, a yard. So not even a yard gain. It's going to be third and 20. Ball placed at the 42-yard line of the of the Indians. The Indians defense holding. they got 27 seconds left here in this quarter. They do have to get a playoff, though. So here's the final play of the first quarter. Double receivers to either side. Berard in the backfield. Atkins in the gun. Atkins going back to pass. Looking downfield. Firing downfield. And in and out of the hands of Preston Orr. Atkins pass falls and that's going to turn the ball. They're going to boot the ball. Eagles are going to have to boot it away as Hewitt is going to come out. Five seconds left here in this first quarter. No score between Eaton and Carlisle. Last year it was 21-0. Game was played in Eaton. Lawson back deep for the Indians. Good snap. Hewitt. Boots it away. A nice kick coming down. And it's going to hit it about the 15-yard line and stop at the 10-yard line. And that's going to do it here in the first quarter. Your score at the end of one quarter play. Your score at the end of one quarter play. The Eaton nothing and Carlisle nothing back after this. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. Back here at Laughlin Field on the campus of Carlisle High School. A couple of scores for you. Tippecanoe leads uh, Xenia 14-0. West Liberty Salem over Fairbanks 21-0. So the Indians have, will have the ball first and 10. Ball will be placed at the 10-yard line. Indians love to run. Full house backfield for the for the tribe. Here's a handoff. Or no pass. This time it goes to uh, Luke Richards. Richards is going to get close. Get up about Joel six yards. Six yards six to the sixteen. For gain of about eight on the play. Tackle by number eighteen, Chris Atkins. Pick up of six, second down and four. Actually, gain of about seven on the play brings up second three for the Indians. 
No score here at Laughlin Field. Indians have the ball for second and, and three. Jewel in the, underneath the center. He'll hand off. And it looks like it's Lawson. Like Lawson. Number three, Blake Lawson on your carry. Tackled immediately by You've got to pick up maybe one. Be second or third down and. Getting up about two on the play. Maybe two. One for the Indians. Going to call it third and one. Just underway here in quarter number two. No score. Man going in motion, handoff this time, going to Richards. Richards over to the right side, fighting his way. May have gotten the first down. Luke Richards is your ball carrier. That yard will be enough for an Indian first down. So another first down for Carlisle, their second. That first down is brought to you by Valley Real Estate. Tackle was made by Devin Rager. St. Henry leads uh, brings up first and ten for the Indians on their own twenty-two yard line. Full recovery, seven nothing in the first quarter. Here we go. Double two men in the backfield. It's time to hand off once again to Richards. Richards gets up to about the twenty-five yard line, maybe twenty-six. Luke Richards is your ball carrier, gain about three. Tackle by number fifty-two, Chase Helper. Gets up to up about the seven. For the Indians. It's up to the 26-yard line. The second down and seven from that point. Richards and Lawson in the backfield. Man going in motion and handoff to Lawson, or uh, handoff to Richards once again. He's stacked up by a whole bunch of Eagles. And a penalty marker comes flying down as Richard was thrown down. So it's going to be a penalty against the Eagles, I'm sure. Personal foul against personal foul. Eagles. And that's going to It's going to give Carlisle another first down. And that'll be enough yards for another Indian first down. Brad Davis not going to like that at all. That's so it'll be first and ten at the forty-two yard line for the first Indians. The They're moving. Indians at the Eagle 42 they started the at their own ten yard line. Here's a pitch back to Lawson. Lawson around the right side or left side gets all the way up to the forty-eight yard line before being pushed out of bounds by Leslie Orr. Lawson is your ball carrier. He's going to get about, about five. Play, maybe number seventeen. Leslie Orr going to pick up five or yeah, going to pick up four. Second down and six. Ball will be placed at the 47-yard line of Carlisle. Second five of the Indians. Have the bands for you at halftime. Man going in motion for the Indians. Handoff to Richards. Richards into Eagle territory. Close to the first down. We'll see where they mark it. Tackle by Preston Orr. Preston Orr in on the stop. They're going to mark it at the 48-yard line. That's going to be another first down for the Indians, I think. Looks like that's another Indian first down. First and 10 from the Eagle 48-yard line. Quickly up come the the Tribe. Hand off once again to Richards, and Richards is met right at the line of scrimmage. 
He may have picked up one. Richard, your ball carrier for a gain of about one on the play, met by the interior D line of the Second and, and nine for the Richard Indians at their nine. own, or at the Eagle 47 yard line. Hope to have a game for you next week. Don't know where. We'll hope to have a game for you next week, though. And Eaton comes flying off sides. The herd count got him. Penalty is offside, Eaton. That'll make it march it a little closer to the first down for the Indians. It'll be like second down and, and four. Ball will be placed at the 42-yard line. From the Eagle 42-yard line. Once again, Orr and Richards in the backfield. There's a handoff to Richards, or to Lawson. Lawson. And another offside going against Eaton. That's going to be another first down for Carlisle. That'll be offside, Eaton. That will be another first down for the Indians. Brought to you by Valley Real Estate. They'll be first and 10 at the 37-yard line of Eaton as Eaton is shooting themselves in the foot. First and 10 from the 37-yard line of Eaton. Personal foul, couple of uh, offsides. Eaton moving the ball. Man going in motion. Here's a handoff once again to Richards. Richards off right tackle. Going to get all the way up to, or all the way down to the 31 yard line. Leslie Orr, Leslie Orr on the stop. Brings up second five for the Indians. Second and five. Ball at the 32 yard line of the Eagles. Indians moving the ball. They started at their own 10 yard line. Clock running with 6:48 remaining here in this first half. No score. One man goes in motion. Now he comes back. This time a handoff to Richards. Richards off up the middle. He's got the first down and more. Still on his feet. Down to about the 20-yard line. That's going to be good for another first down for the... Richards is your ball carrier. Takes it up the gut. He's back there by number 57, Drew DeWitt. But that yardage will be enough for an Indian first down. He's going to mark it at the 25-yard line. First and ten, or make it to, they're gonna make it to 20 yard line. Looks like it'll be first and ten from the 20 yard line of the Eagles for the Indians. Here come the Indians. Indians knocking on the door. No, they're not knocking on the door. They're beating on the door. Here's a handoff once again to Richards. Richards up the middle once again. He's gonna pick up another four yards. Three or four yards. Richards is your ball carrier. Up the middle for a gain of about two. Going to go in the middle. We're going to go three yards. Pick up. It'll be second down and seven. So far, it's a ninety-yard, ninety-yard drive still going. Once again, Lawson and Richards in the backfield. Pitch over to Lawson. Lawson around the right, left side, down to the ten, down to the nine-yard line. Is your ball carrier takes it up to about the ten-yard line. Another first, uh, close to a He's first down. By number 55, Devin Rager. So it'll be Looks first like it'll and be goal. First and 10 for your Carlisle Indians. First and goal at the 10. Actually, first and goal. So, 
Once again, Carlisle beating on the door. Here's a handoff once again to Lawson. Lawson up the middle. And a penalty marker comes in. Lawson's going to get down to about the seven-yard line. See what the penalty is. It's going to be against the Indians. It's going to knock them back about ten yards. Holding against Carlisle. Holding on the Indians. This will be first and goal. First and 20, or first and goal from the 20. They're going to mark the ball at the 20-yard line. First and goal. Jewel getting, Jewel getting the play. Now he comes up to the line of scrimmage, as does everybody else. Time, whistle. Official timeout. The clock running now. This time, Richards alone in the backfield. Lawson is in the slot left. This time, there's a pass, and it is intercepted by the Eagles. And it's intercepted by number 57 in Drew DeWitt. Three, Ian Make it Ian Rubish on this on play. play. It's going to be first, first and ten, ten for the Eagles the at their own two yard, two or three yard line. Mark it at the three yard line. So the Eagles they stop that drive with an interception at the three yard line. First and go, first and ten for the. Eagles at their own three-yard line. Here come the, here comes Eden up to the line of scrimmage. Once again in the backfield is Berard. Atkins underneath center this time. He's going to keep it himself to give him a little bit more room. He's going to pick Atkins up about three yards. Out. Picked up up to about the seven, eight-yard line. Make it to seven. Pick up a. F- Four, second and six. Tackle by Cruz Allison. Gain of about four on the play. Brings up second and six for the Eagles. Still no score. 4.05 and counting here in this first half from Laughlin Field. Have the bands for you at the half. I think the bands will be on longer than this half. Handoff this time going to looks like that's uh, Deem. Deem on the carry up the middle. Deem's going to pick up to about the twelve, I think. Be close to a first down, but maybe a yard short. So it'll be third down and tackle by number seven. One Benton. at the twelve. Benton. Brings up third and a yard for the Eagles. Just over three minutes to go here in the first half. No score between Eaton and Carlisle. Full house backfield handoff. This time to Berard. Berard's got some running room. He's up to about the 37-yard line. Going to be brought down by Taylor. Met by Justice Taylor, but that yard will be enough for It's going to be a, another first down for the Eagles. They're fourth of the of the half. 
They're going to mark it at the 37-yard line, or 27. Clock is running with a 2.45 remaining here in this first half. Burrard in the backfield. This time Atkins looking to his left, firing across the field. And it's incomplete, and a penalty marker comes flying in on the near side. It can't be pass interference. It can't be pass interference on this side. They're calling it against the Indians. Sideline interference on the Indians. Okay, sideline interference on the Indians. It's not. It's not an. Yards will be enough for an Eagle first down. It's first not, and ten from their own forty-two yard line. It's not a warning on an interference call like that, huh? They don't get a warning on that. Here's Atkins. He fires over to the left side and intended for intended for Bach. It's incomplete. Atkins Second down and ten. Intended for Connor Bach. Covers by Blake Lawson. Falls incomplete. Brings up second ten for the Eagles. Second and ten for the Eagles at their own 43-yard line. Make it the 42-yard line with 2:32 remaining here in this first quarter or first half. Seems like first quarter because it's gone so fast. Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield, fires as Deem at the 46-yard line of Carlisle. Brought down by Borders, and it's going to be good enough for another first down for Eaton. So Eaton moving the ball. They started at the three-yard line. They're up to the 46-yard line. Clock running with 218 left in this first half. Atkins in the gun with Burrard right behind him. Atkins looking downfield. Now he goes to his right, fires down. Has a man open an order at the 20. Down to the 15. Down to the 10. To the 5. Touchdown. 46-yard touchdown. So, with John Hewitt on for the PAT for the Eagles. So Hewitt will try the extra point, make it seven to nothing with 154 left here in this first half. A good first half. Now Brad Davis is out there talking to the official for some reason. Davis has been out there, has done a very good job out there at Eaton. Scott Clodfelder has done a great job here. So holding will be Trevor Davis. Low snap kick is up, though, and it is good. Hewitt's PAD is good so, with a minute 54 with, with left. 154 left here in this first half. 7 to nothing. Eaton back after this. 
Sparkler Inc., your local source for custom graphics including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Back here at Carlisle High School. Maddie Studebeck. Some scores for around the area. Lily we'll have some for you at halftime, too. Let's Lily Troy Christian, no score. Madison West Powell. Liberty Salem. Salem leads uh, Fairbanks 35 to nothing. And Nicole Eiler. Uh, Arcanum and Bradford, no score. Northmont Springfield, no score. Elida leads Van Wert 7 to nothing. Butler leads Stebbins 7 to 3. Miamisburg over Springboro 7 to nothing. Anna leads Parkway 20 to nothing in the second quarter. West Jefferson over Northeastern 13 to 7. And finally, let's see, Shawnee, Springfield Shawnee leads Northwestern 21 to nothing. Piqua over Fairborn 7 to nothing. So, back deep, you got a triple threat back there. Got Ham, Lawson, and couldn't see the other one. Lawson has it. He's to the 10 to the 15, 20. He's got some running room. Penalty marker comes flying in all the way up to the 31 yard Flags line. All over the field. On a so it's going to be, see what's going to happen here. Marker's all over the place. And it's going to be holding against holding the Indians is. with 146 left. So they're going to mark it back 10 yards from the spot of the foul. They're going to mark it at the fifth. That'll make it first and 10 for the Indians on their own 15-yard line. It's going to mark it at the 15-yard line, first and 10 for the Indians. With 146 to go here in this first first half, they trail at 7 to nothing. On a nice 47-yard pass from Atkins to Leslie Orr. Hewitt kicked the extra point, and that's where we are, 7-0. Here's a handoff. Once again, it goes to Richards. Richards up the middle. Not going to get anywhere. And Richards ball carry up the middle. Time is called. On the play. Met immediately by number 32. Time is called by Eaton. We're going to take a quick timeout. Time out, Eaton. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Profiler Performance Products is an all And back here at Laughlin Field on the campus of Carlisle High School, one score from the Southwestern Buckeye League, Waynesville 14, Valley View 13 in the second quarter. That game was is being played at Waynesville. Waynesville played Eaton last week and lost in overtime to 32-29. 
So we have 140 left here. Eaton calls a timeout. Here come the Indians up to the line of scrimmage. And the quarterback keeper on that one. Or no, Ethan I take that. Ethan Ham has a carry. Third down and five as Eaton calls another timeout. At this time, I'd like to introduce the varsity cheer and JV. Elder, or LaSalle leads Elder 14 to 7 in the second quarter. London over Urbana 21 7. Mr. Leeds Versailles 7 0. Riverside over Milton Union 14 0. Second quarter. And Sonia all over Mississippi Valley, thirty-two to nothing in the second quarter. Greenville leads Fort uh, West Carolina, fourteen to six. Massey over New Richmond, fourteen to nothing. Upper Sioux Valley leads North Baltimore, twenty-four to nothing. All second quarter scores. Colder, Coldwater, and Marion local tied at seven apiece. That's a dandy. Drake Sands and Madison Temple. Let's give them a round of Three receivers to the near side for the Indians. Jewel as Lawson goes into motion. Here comes Levesque. And Jewel is going to be brought Jewel's down from behind. Preston Orr on the tackle. Preston Orr in on the stop. It's going to be Brings fourth down. Fourth and about four for the Indians from their own 20 yard line. Time, I think time is called with 126 time left. More scores for you. Blanchester over East Clinton, 12-7. Uh, Greenview leads Cedarville, 15 to nothing. Jonathan Alder over to Tecumseh, 14-6. Southeastern leads Green and 13 to nothing. Mechanicsburg over Triad, 15-6, and Talawanda and Easter tied at seven apiece. That's some more scores for you at the half. After the bands, of course, the bands will be up here shortly. Allison back to punt. So Allison back to punt with two two. Uh, Bach and Dean back, back to return. Sounds like a law firm there. Bach and Dean. Bach has it at midfield to the forty-five to the forty. Goes upfield and he's going to be knocked down at about the 36, 37 yard line. Bach on the return to about the Indian thirty-seven yard line. It's going to be first and ten for the Eagles. With one fifteen to go here in this first half. Jeremy Ham on the tackle. Ham in on the stop for the Indians. Eaton has great field position at the thirty-eight yard line. Here come the Eagles up to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the near side, two to the far side. One man in the backfield. Atkins in the gun. Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield, firing downfield. A man opening deep all the way into the end zone for a touchdown. Atkins 
gets past the Dean for an Eagle touchdown. Wait a minute, though. I think there's a penalty marker down. There is a penalty marker down at the 40-yard line, though. Looks like there is a penalty flag on the play. They're going over to talk to Brad Davis. Personal foul roughing the passer. Personal foul roughing the passer on the Indians. That's so, the only, looks like it'll be... So 38-yard pass to Dean makes it now four, uh, 13 to nothing with Hewitt coming in for the extra point. Kick is up, and it is good. Hewitt's PAT is good. So, there's 108 to go here in this first half. It is the Eaton Eagles 14, and the Carlisle Indians nothing in what was a great game up until just a few minutes ago. When Eaton has scored twice in short order fashion. So, the Indians have a little bit to go. So they're going to add it to the they're going to mark it all the way up to the 45 yard line of the So that penalty is going to be assessed now and the Eaton will kick off from the Carlisle 45 yard line with 108 to go here in this first half. Oakwood leads seven to nothing over Madison. Stick around. Bands are coming up at the half. Two great bands here with Eaton and the Carlisle. He was sent the kick. Lawson back to return for the Indian. They're going to move a couple of guys up short for Kate's uh, pooch kick. If not, here's the kick. No pooch kick, and that looks like it's going to go out of bounds. And it's going to be first and ten at the 35-yard line for the Indians. Be a legal procedure on the Eagles. So it'll be first and ten for the Indians. They trail at 14-0 here in this first half. going to be first and 10. I think they're going to mark the ball at the 40-yard line. They, will, they should mark it at the 40, at the 35. The officials are out there discussing it. Start the Jeopardy theme. So it'll be first and ten for the ball will be placed at the thirty yard line. You're gonna mark it at the thirty yard line. Minute eight to go till half. With one oh eight to go here in this first half. Glad you can join us on this final week of the high school football season. Just seems like the other day we were over at Northridge with Greenville and Northridge. Full house backfield for the Indians. 
Handoff, or no. And is your ball carrier for gain of about two on the play. Gets up to about the 32-yard line. Pick up a two, second down, and eight. Clock running. Rubis on the tackle. Brings up second and eight for the Indians. 50 seconds left here in this first half. Second and eight. Ball resting at the 32-yard line. There's a handoff to Richards. Richards not going anywhere. Richards, your ball carrier up the middle for no gain on the play. Met by It'll be third down and eight. Cooper Wilson. Wilson in on the stop for Brings Rubles. up third and eight. Only one more play here in this half. Fifteen seconds left, so this will be the final play of the first half. There's a handoff once again to... Richard gets up to about the 40, 37, and that's it for the first half. Your score at the end of one quarter or one half of play, it's Eaton 14, Carlisle. Nothing will be back with the Eaton band right after this. American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time drag week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Carn. Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Under the direction of Paul Bingle, Assistant Director Haley Tolley, Color Guard Director Lisa White, Guard Captain Cassie Darty, and Field Commanders June Mitten, Juliana Rader, and Sydney Plogger. The Marching Eagles will present their 2023 season show, Animated, featuring the open theme from Incredibles, a medley of tunes from your favorite Pixar movies, and we don't talk about Bruno from Encanto. As always, we thank you for sharing your field with us for our halftime performance and for supporting the performing arts across Ohio at your, at your athletic events. We hope you enjoy the show.
Marching band, back with the Carlisle band right after this.
A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in Southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. And now it's time for the Carlisle Marching Band. And they got the young ones out there, too. So it's going to get loud. 14 nothing is your score here at halftime. Eaton leading at 14 nothing. And now here's the Carlisle Indian Marching Band.
Let's give it up for John Oliver and Carlisle High School Marching Band and Carlisle Junior High Marching Band. Nice job. Now we'll get some halftime scores here for you. Valley View leads Waynesville. Halftime scores for you, real Valley quick. Valley View leads Waynesville. 27-21. Franklin six at the half. Oakwood fourteen. Madison zero at the half. Bellbrook seventeen. Ross seven at the half. Edgewood fourteen. Monroe seven. Valley View twenty-seven. Waynesville twenty-one. There's the SWBL scores. <laughs> the PA announcer had so much, uh, so many listeners here. Buses are uh, buses are our thing here, so we can't we can't tell how many people are listening because of the golden tones of our PA announcer. <laughs> I'm doing and, and he's filling in. He's filling in. <laughs> okay, here's some other scores. McNicholas leads Baden at the half, 21-17. Baden is undefeated at this point. Wapakoneta leads Salina 23-3. St. Henry over Fort Recovery uh, 14-7. Brookville 21. And Franklin 6. Bethel and Troy Christian tied up at 7 apiece. Tippecanoe 21. Xenia 7. Anna 33. Parkway nothing. All these are halftime scores. Springboro leads Miamisburg 9-7 at the half. West Liberty Salem all over. The Panthers of Fairbanks, 41 to nothing. Uh, Elida and Van Wert tied at 7 apiece. Butler leads Stebbins, 7 to 3 at the half over at Butler. Northmont leads Springfield, 3 nothing in the second quarter. Bradford leads Arcanum, 20 to 14. Wanted to do that one, but somebody else took a, took over for us. So. Uh, 20 to 14, Bradford. Bradford's in the playoffs right now. They're, 12, they're uh, number 12 right now. Walnut Hills leads Little Miami 14-10. Northeastern over West Jefferson 14-13. Minster and Versailles tied at 7 apiece. Fairborn trailing uh, Piqua 10-7. Springfield Shawnee over Northwestern 34-0. Defiance and Ottawa Glandorf tied at 7 apiece. A lot of these games are very, they, they're playoff in, implications too. Ansonia, right now all over the Sinawa Valley, forty to nothing. Number is zero, London zero, twenty-eight, six, Urbana seven, seven Riverside seven, fourteen, five, Union two. nothing, Waynesville Goshen twenty-eight, Richmond twelve, the concession stand, Alder over CJ at the fourteen thirteen or fourteen to seven. I'm sorry, fourteen seven. Thank you. Mechanics were fifteen zero zero. Six seven seven. Mechanicsburg five, fifteen. Two. Triad six. Clinton Massey twenty-eight and New Richmond nothing. And Troy all over Sydney thirty to seven at the half. Wayne leads Centerville nineteen to nothing at the half. Blanchester eighteen and East Clinton seven. Indian Lake eight. North Union seven. Fairmont twenty-eight. Beaver Creek nothing. Greenview and West Carrollton in a good one. Fourteen to twelve. And Wooster leads Talawanda 
21 to 7. We'll be back with the second half kickoff right after this. You're listening to the High School Game of the Week on the Gem City Sports Network. No matter the threat or where the front line may be, our armed forces protect and defend us every day. But what does it take to strengthen our service members and keep them focused on the mission? What does it take to keep our military connected to family, home, and country? It takes a force. Be a force behind the forces. Join the USO in helping service members and their families. Give today at csohio.uso.org. Hi, this is Doug Brown from the Gem City Sports Network. Throughout the years, we've provided coverage of a wide range of sports, including high school baseball, football, basketball, and soccer, as well as Central State Marauders football and basketball. You do baseball also. And do you know that what the best part is? It's all free. That's right, absolutely free. We sincerely appreciate you tuning in to the Gem City Sports Network, your ultimate source for local sports here in the Miami Valley. Why are interscholastic sports called the last classroom of the day? Because they teach students important life lessons like teamwork, accountability, and perseverance. School sports are so much more than a game. They're about developing the whole person. That's why they're an essential part of every student's education. Encourage your student to participate in the last classroom of the day. Interscholastic sports in Ohio. This message presented by the OHSAA and the Ohio Interscholastic Athletic Administrators Association. Hey everyone, let's all stop what we're doing and take a moment. You see? Every moment can be kind of special. But they can be loud moments, goofy moments, dorky moments, it doesn't matter. Because every time dads like us take a moment like that to spend with our kids, well, it's pretty momentous. So let's take a moment to make a moment. Call 877-4DAD411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're listening to the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Yeah, back, here, back here at Laughlin Field on the campus of Carlisle High School, your score 14 to nothing. It was a quick strike by the Eagles as Atkins threw a 47-yard pass to Leslie Orr. With 154 left in the in the half, it was uh, and then Hewitt made the extra point. It was seven to nothing at uh, Eaton. Then with 108 left in the in the half, Atkins found Deem open for a 38 yard pass, and Hewitt made the extra point. That makes it now 14 to nothing as the Indians will kick off to the Eagles here. Coming up Sunday, we'll have the high school playoff preview show. Or pairing show, I should say. And then also, uh, GCSN reports. We talked to some of the drivers over at the Dayton Raceway. Harness racing. And a trainer. Pretty interesting. One guy has won 10,000 races. So here we go. Back deep for the Eagles is Deem and, uh, and Bach. And they, looks like they tried an onside kick. 
Meehan's kick is recovered by number 11, Brandon Couch. Couch made the, made the uh, catch, and it will be first and 10 for the Eagles at their own 35-yard line, just underway here in quarter number three. Looks like the Eagles will take over first and 10 from their own 35-yard line. So, Eagles have it first and 10 at their own 35-yard line, just underway here in quarter number two. Eagles lead it 14 nothing. Eagles hoping for a win, and that might get them a home game next week. Once again, Atkins. Offset eye by the Eagles. There's a pass. Going back, Atkins rushed out of the pocket. Firing downfield, intended for Deem as incomplete. Atkins Silas Borders was there. Silas Borders gone under any further. It would have been intercepted. So be second to ten for the Eagles at their own 35-yard line. Just underway here in quarter number two, or in quarter number three. Next week, if we have the funding, we we will be at either Eaton or South. Don't know where yet. We've been invited to come back to eat, uh, to South, so we might go there. They're playing North. They were beating North at the t- at the time. But I looked. Here's a hand. Atkins going to keep it going around the left side. He's got some running room, and he's going to be brought down about Atkins midfield. But a penalty marker back at the 32 yard line. That's in the area of holding, and it looks like Eaton is coming back. Eaton walking backwards, dejected, holding against the Eagles, so it's going to march him back 10 yards, all the way back to the... All the way back down to the 25-yard line, second down and 20. Two receivers over to the far side, two to the near side. One man in the backfield in Berard. Atkins going back to pass, looking down. Has, looks like he has Deem on the near side at about the 36-yard line. going to pick up 11. So it's going to be third down and about nine. Ball will be placed at the 36-yard line. From the 36-yard line, the Eagles. Coming up next Saturday, we'll have Central State Marauder football as they take on the Lane Dragons. Kickoff set for 12 or for one o'clock. We'll be on the air at noon with Senior Day activities. Hopefully, Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield, fires across the middle and has Deem, and it is incomplete. At the 47-yard line, so it's going to be fourth down. So we're going to, what does Brad Davis want to do? And it looks like Davis is going to send in his punting unit. Going back deep for the Indians will be Blake Lawson. Eagles line up and punt from Mason. Hewitt will put it away for the Eagles. Lawson standing at about his own 27-yard line. 10:41 remaining here in this first or third quarter. Nice boot coming down. Lawson will pick it up at the 31. He's to the 35. 
and up to the 41-yard line. Wilson returns the punt to about the 40-yard line. And the Indians are going to take over first Connor and Robinson 10 from that point. They're going to mark it at the 40-yard line. With the ball first and 10 from their own 40. Good field position for them. So here come the Indians. Indians were moving that. They moved the ball in that first first half. See what they can do here in the second. Once again. And off this time. Goes to uh, Richards. Richards is your ball carrier. Met immediately for no game. Not, did not get anywhere. Maybe second and well, maybe they, they're going to give him a yard up to the 42-yard line. Second down and nine. They're making it two. They're going to give him two yards, second and eight. Those girls got some arms on them. There's a handoff up the middle. Lawson up the middle. Lawson. Three yards. Pick up about threes up to the 45-yard line, third down and five. Third and five. Cheerleaders are throwing uh, some uh, footballs up this way, and some of them were getting up to the top row. Jewel back in at quarterback, brings the troops up to the line of scrimmage. Lawson and Richards in the backfield. Pitch back over to Lawson. Lawson around the right side. He's going to be thrown for a loss. And. Uh, Lawson. A loss of about uh, three. It'll be back to the... Did they throw a flag or not? So the Indians are going out one, two, three. And it'll be fourth down and about seven at the 43-yard line. Back deep is Bach and... Allison back to for the Indians. Allison punt for the for Carlisle. Good snap. Punt is away. A nice kick coming down. Deem goes over his head. Deem's going to pick it up. Got back at the 15. To the 20, 25, 30. Up the right side he goes to the 35, to the 40, and out of bounds at about the 41 yard line. They're going to mark him out of bounds at the 40 yard line. First and 10 for the Eagles at that point. So both teams get the ball, and they go one, two, three, and out. 8.58 remaining here in the third quarter. So here come the Eagles up to the line of scrimmage. Two receivers to the far side. Offset eye for the Eagles. Atkins will hand off to Berard. Berard. Tries to get up the middle, not going anywhere, but now he scoots to the right side, picks up about four yards up to the 45-yard line. Berard is your ball carry. He's met immediately by a, number 25. Five yards. Justice Taylor. Be and first and, or second and five at the Eaton 45-yard line. Gain of about five on the play brings up second five for the Eagles. Once again, going over to the left side is Bach. 
Dean to the near side. Gerard in the backfield. Atkins going back to pass. Fires over the middle and it's blocked. Atkins pass is knocked down by Allison. Allison. Brings up third and five for the Eagles. Allison got his big paws on that one and knocked it down. So it'll be third down and five at the 45-yard line. Valley View still leads 27-21 in the second quarter, probably at halftime by now. Atkins going back to pass, dumps it off to Berard. Berard's got some running room. He's got the first down into Carlisle territory, down to the 47-yard line. Eaton had uh, six first downs in the first half, and Carlisle had seven. But now they're all even at seven. They're going to mark the ball. We'll mark the ball at the 47-yard line, first and 10 for the Eagles. Looks like the Eagles have the ball first and 10. From Eagles in their white jerseys with purple numbers, gold trim, and purple pants, white helmets. The Indians in their red jerseys with white numbers, white helmets, and red pants. Atkins gets the ball, hands off to Burrard. Burrard up the middle. He's not going anywhere. Maybe pick up of a couple. And see who they are. Barrage ball carrier up the middle for about one yard. Met immediately by number 25, Cruz Allison. Cruz Allison in on the stop. Pickup of one, second and nine. Ball placed at the 46-yard line. Clock running with 7.37 remaining here in this third quarter. Game moving very quickly. Brings up second and nine for the Eagles. Second and nine for Eaton. Deem to the near side. Block to the far side. Atkins going to keep it himself. Gets up to about the 40, down to about the 42-yard line. Atkins is your ball carrier. Keeps it up the middle, and he's met there by Logan Roush. Gain to about four on the play. Brings up third and five for the Eagles. So it'll be third down and about five from the 42-yard line. For the Eagles, they lead it 14 to nothing. A couple of quick strikes in that first half, at the end of the first half. Or and Bach to the left. Deem to the right. Burrard in the backfield. Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield. Fires across the middle, and it's complete. And it's going to go to Orr. Orr's going to go out of bounds at the 45-yard line. That's going to be good enough for the first down. Ran out of bounds by number 22, Silas Borders. Thank you, will be enough for an Eagle first down. So it'll be first and 10 for the Eagles at the Indian 35-yard line. Bring up first and 10 for the Eagles at the Indian 35-yard line. Once again, Orr and Bach over to the far side. Two men to the near side in Leslie Orr and Deem. This time Atkins underneath center. He's got a little bit of a mistake there. Atkins turned one way and Bach ran, or uh, Berard ran right into him. The loss of a yard. Berard's now limping off the field. That's going to be a big hurt for the Eagles. A loss of one, second down and nine. 
or second and 11, I'm sorry, second 11 with six minutes to go here in this first half, or third quarter. Glad you can join us on this Friday night, week 10 of the high school football season. Next week, playoffs start, believe it or not. Once again, Deem and Leslie Orr to the near side. Or take that back. That is uh, Preston Orr. Atkins fires it away. Has a man over on the near side and Deem. Deem is Atkins stays in bounds at the 30-yard line. Gain of about six on the play. Pick up of about Better five or six. See where they mark it. Well, they're going to mark it. Third and seven at the 32-yard line. Clock running with 5.16 left. 14 nothing. Eaton leading it here in the third quarter. Clock going over to the near side as is Leslie Orr. And Deem. Deem coming in motion to the near side. Now he stops, goes back away. Nobody in the backfield. Atkins going back to pass. Being rushed. Fires downfield and... And an incomplete pass as Deem almost had a one-handed catch. Atkins and it's going to be fourth down. That we'll see if... Uh, we'll see if what uh, Brad Davis wants to do. Now, Hewitt, I think, kicked a 50-yard field goal last week. His longest, so he's got the leg. And they're going to go for it. Fourth down. Ball will be placed at the 32-yard line with 4.48 to go here in the third quarter. Let's get loud, crowd. Three receivers to the far side. One to the near side. Atkins all alone. Atkins going back to pass. Fires over to the near side, and it is incomplete. And the Indians hold. That's going to be first and ten for the Indians. The pass was was, uh, intended for Gavin Winings, and he caught the ball out of bounds. So it'll be first and ten for the Indians at their own 32-yard line with 4.43 remaining here in this first or third quarter. Gem City Sports Network, we are your source for local sports in the Miami Valley. We've been doing it for 11 years and loving every minute of it, folks. Two men in the backfield for the Indians. Pitch back over to Lawson. Lawson's going Lawson to get pushed pitch. back. He may have picked up a yard. No gain on the play. And they're going to say no gain, so it'll be second down and ten. So it'll be second down and ten for the Indians at their own 32-yard line. Clock running with 4.18 left. And the third quarter. 14-0 is our score. Eaton leading it. Eaton scored both their touchdowns within the last two minutes of the first half. Here's a fake handoff. And that play did not work <laughs> at all. Jewel goes down Jewel back, at the the 30, back at the 26-yard line. Met there by number 23, Preston Orr. Preston Orr brings him down, so it'll be third down. Brings up third. Third and about, about six, third, 16, Indians. third and 17. 
Jewel calling the play at the line of scrimmage to receive. Receivers to either side. Going back to pass, and it's incomplete to, by Jewel. Jewel with immense pressure. There was a lot of pressure by the Eagles on that one. It's knocked down, and now it is fourth down. And Carlisle will boot it away. This seems like. Brings up fourth down and 16 for the Indians. So fourth and 16 going back deep is Deem and Bach. Cruz Allison back to punt for the for Indians. For the Eagles. Deem and Bach back for the Eagles. Allison back to punt for Carlisle. Good snap, punts away. And a bad punt. It goes out of bounds. And it's going to be in uh, Indian territory. And a whistle or penalty marker come flying in back at the 44-yard line of Eden. At the 40-yard line. They're going to mark it first and 10. They're going to mark it first and 10 at the 40 of Carlisle. But we have to see what the the penalty is, is. Somebody must have been chirping. So here's the call by the official. Dead ball foul. Personal foul against Eaton. Dead ball personal foul against Eaton. That'll mark it back 15 yards. That'll be marked back 15 yards from the spot of the foul. I think it's going to be the spot of the foul. It has to be. So they're going to mark it all the way back to the 44-yard no, 45-yard line. Looks like Eaton will take over first and 10 from their own So Eaton will take line. over first and 10 at their own 45-yard line. Atkins back in the gun. Berard not out there. Here's a handoff this time to Deem. Deem up the middle. Deem's going to get up to the 46-yard line. Stopped the there by, yard, by, by Dylan Holt. And Austin Second and nine for Eaton. Second and nine for the Eagles. They lead it 14 to nothing. Atkins has two touchdown passes. One to Leslie Orr and one to, to uh, Dean. Two receivers over, or three receivers over to the far side. Bach to the near side. One man in the backfield and Deem. Pitch back over to Deem. Left side he goes. Deem cuts up field. He's at midfield, and that's all the further he's going to go. Pick up of about four. The second and third and five. Cruz Allison brings up third and five for the Eagles. Third and five for the Eagles. At midfield. So third and five. Ball resting at the 50-yard line. Eaton coming up to the line of scrimmage. Deem still in the backfield. Atkins going back to pass, looking downfield. Fires over to the near side, and it's incomplete. Intended for Atkins pass Deem. Falls incomplete. No. Intended for number 16. It was intended for Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers knocked away by number 22. So it'll be, 14, or it'll be fourth down and five. Eagles at midfield. 
Fourth and five at the midfield for the Eagles, and they will punt it away. Eaton brings off punt formation. 141 remaining in this one in the first quarter, or third quarter, I should say. Loss of back to return for the Indians. Might get home quicker than I thought. <laughs> Lost him back deep for the Indians. Good snap. Hewitt gets it away. Nice putt coming down. And it's going to take an Eaton bounce all the way down inside the 10-yard line. All the way down to about the 5. Hewitt's punt rolls out of bounds at the Indian 5-yard line. So it'll be first down for the Indians at their own 5-yard line with 133 left here in the third quarter. With a minute 33 left to go in the third period. Your score, Eaton 14. Your Carlisle Indians 0. So first and 10 for the Eagles, or for the Indians, I should say. So the Indians have it first and ten at their own five-yard line with 133 left here in this first half, or uh, third quarter, I should say. Man going in motion. Here's a pitch back. It goes over to Ham. Ham gets up maybe to the six-yard line. That's about it. To number two, Ethan Ham. That immediately. He's not going to get anything. Second down. Number 18, Atkins on the tackle. Brings up second. Atkins going both ways. Gets the tackle. Five-yard line. Second and ten. One, just a little under a minute to go here in the third quarter. Nobody has scored here in this third. And getting the ball is Richards. On the dive Richards for about two yards brings up picks up two for the Indians. Picks up, make it uh, pick up of about three. Third and seven. Under a minute to go. Forty-five seconds left. Cooper Wilson. So the Indians have the ball, third down, and about six. As they're getting the play from the near sidelines. 22 seconds left. This could possibly be the last play of the third quarter. Man going in motion. Here's a handoff up the middle. Or no, pass and complete. It goes to Lawson. Lawson all the way up to the 30-yard line, but a penalty marker comes flying in from the far side. But there's a penalty flag on the play. And it might go... It's going against the Eagles. Brad Davis out there pleading his case. See what the play is. Up, oh, just a sideline warning against the warning Eagles. So it's going to be first down. That is the first first that down of the game of the half for the Car- for Carlisle. Five seconds, four seconds, three, two. They get the playoff, handoff to Lawson. Lawson picks up a couple of yards, and that's going to do it for the third quarter of play. Lawson around the right edge. Your score at the end of three quarters. Here comes a penalty marker flying in. About two yards, but there is a penalty flag on the play. See what the penalty is before we go to a break.
as they are huddling out at about the 32-yard line. So, that's the end of the quarter. And we will have the penalty for you when you come back, back after this. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Contact McAfee Heating and Air at 937-438-1976 or www.mcair.com or 1-800-AIR-REPAIR. They called it unsportsmanlike conduct on the Eagles. At first they they pointed against, uh, it was against Carlisle, but it's going to be first and ten for the Indians at their own 47 yard line. Carlisle on the ball, first and 10 from their 46 yard line. So the Indians got great field position. They trail at 14 to nothing as we start the fourth quarter. Jewel back under the center as the play clock has started. There's Jules going to keep it himself. Gets up to the 50-yard line. Jules keeps. Pick up of about Looks three like seconds and seven. 50-yard line. Pick up a three. He's back there by number 54, J.T. Jells. Second down and seven. Brings up second and seven for the Indians of midfield. Glad you can join us here on the Gem City Sports Network, the final weekend of the regular season. We'll have the pairing show coming up 6 o'clock on Sunday afternoon. Here's a handoff, this time to Lawson. Lawson right side, got the first down. All the way down to the 40-yard line. That's another first down for Carlisle. Lawson takes the counter. Looks like he's been at the 40-yard line. So, in territory. That yardage is enough for an Indian first down. So, it'll be first and 10 for the Indians that they're at the Eaton 40-yard line. Just underway here in the fourth quarter. 11-11 to go. In the quarter, or in the game. 14 nothing. Eaton leading it. Eaton trying to cut into that lead. Jewel is going to keep it. Gets all the way down to the 30 and another first down. Another first down for the Carlisle. It's going to be first and 10 at the 29-yard line. Clock moving with just under 11 minutes to go here in the fourth quarter. Indians have a first down. From Carlisle trying to uh, cut into this lead. By Eaton. Here's a handoff this time to Lawson. Lawson cuts off off tackle. He's got some running around. Reach into the 25. Down to the 30. Down to the 5. 10. Touchdown. Lawson. Lawson from 32 yards out. How far was that? 32? How far was that? So, fourth quarter, 
Carlisle coming back. Cruz Allison to attempt the extra point. Good snap, kick is up, and it is blocked, but it got over. And your PAT by Landon Meehan is good. With 10-31 so in the fourth quarter. So, Meehan gets the extra four, point. Team 14, and your Carlisle Indians, 7. So it's now 14-7. to seven. Don't go anywhere, folks. We'll be back with more after this. Tyler Inc., your local source for custom graphics, including banners, decals, and custom apparel for your corporate, school, or personal needs. For more information, check us out on the web at www.profilerinc.com or on our Facebook page, Profiler Inc. Profiler Performance Products is an all-American manufacturer of racing cylinder heads and intake manifolds. From two-time Drag Week winner Jeff Lutz to the winningest bracket champions like Disco Dean Karn, Profiler Performance has become the overwhelming choice of drag racing's best-known name. Profiler Performance offers the absolute best bolt-on performance for cylinder heads and intake, utilizing their own in-house custom casting and CNC machining. For more information, visit ProfilerPerformance.com or find them on Facebook. Profiler Performance, they make power they haven't even used yet. Demon Bach back deep for the Eagles, standing at about their own 15-yard line. There's a kick, a short kick, coming down, picked up on the near side by Dean. Dean gets pulled down at the 32-yard line. That is the 30-yard line by number 35, Jeremy Hamm. Jeremy Hamm gets him. They're on 30-yard line. So here come the Eagles. They lead it by seven. Two receivers to the far side. Bach coming over to the near side. Looks like Dean's back in the backfield once again. And, penalty penalty and a penalty against the legal procedure on Eaton. It'll back them up five. Ball start against the Eagles. Bach backs them up five yards. At this time, we'd like to run off the lottery ticket raffle basket for the band booster. Six, eight, three, seven, one, five, five. I see. Uh, here, here we go. We're going to hand off to Dean. Dean will cut up up in the middle of the line and it gets plastered back at the 27 yard line. Number two, Brandon Demons, your ball carry. He's met immediately in the backfield by number 56, Logan Roush. Brings up second and 14. Roush for the drills him. Again, that band booster lighter grapple basket. Standing over on the far side. 7-1, 5-5. Please go to the band booster concession stand to receive your prize. So here come the Eagles up to the line of scrimmage. Second down and 13. Ball placed at the 27-yard line of the Eagles. Atkins takes the handoff, rolls right, looking downfield. Now he's going to take it and run with it. Now he fires downfield, and it's incomplete. Intended for Leslie Orr. And it goes Atkins over his head, and it's going to be third down. Leslie and Orr brings up 
Third and 13 for the Eagles. 9.35 left here in this fourth quarter. 14-7 is our score. Somebody said that uh, Eaton was just going to blow them out. I don't think so. So it'll be third down. Ball placed at the 27-yard line. Third and 13. Two receivers to the near side. Two to the far side with one man Deem in the backfield. Atkins going to fire across the middle and Deem has it to the 45, to the 50. Lawson wrestles him down at the 48-yard line. Deem is complete for about a 25-yard gain. He's met there it's by going to be first three, and 10 for the Yards Eagles at the for, uh, Carlisle 27, or a 48-yard line. So, here we go. First and ten. Ball at the Carlisle 48-yard line. Two receivers going over the far side. And Deem and Leslie Orr. Bach to the near side. Here's a handoff up the middle. It's going to go to Berard. Berard back in there. Not going to pick up anything. Berard is the ball carrier. He's met immediately by a tribe of Indians. For no gain on the play. Bring up second and ten. Second down and ten. They're going to mark it at the 48-yard line. Dylan Holt led the charge. Good ball game here tonight. Had a good one last week in Twin Valley South and National Trail. Going over to the far side is Preston Orr. Two receivers over to the far side. Berard back in it. Running back. This time Atkins fires over the middle. Intended for Deem. In and out of his hands. It's going to be third down and ten. Number two, Ethan Ham on the coverage. Brings up third and ten for the Eagles. Ethan Ham. In on the coverage for the e, uh, for the Indians. Third and ten. Ball placed at the 48-yard line. Once again, coming up on Sunday, a couple of shows for you. The playoff pairing show beginning at 6. And then GCSN reports coming up at 7. And that will be... We'll be, talking to, we'll be talking to some of the harness racing drivers out at... Uh, they're, now they're going to mark it back to the 49. Third and 10 for the Eagles from the, road, for the Indian 49-yard line. So third and 10. We talked to some of the uh, harness racing drivers out at Dayton Raceway. Pretty interesting. Atkins rolling to his right, looking downfield. Fires downfield and over and incomplete. Atkins pass intended for number Leslie Orr. Incomplete. And incomplete and be fourth down. From the Indian 49-yard line. So Eaton... Gets stalled out at the 49-yard line, and they're going to punt it away. Back deep for the Indians is Blake Lawson. Hewitt will boot it away. Lawson standing at about his 15-yard line. Indians trail it 14-7. Good snap. Hewitt takes his time, boots it away. Lawson's going to pick it up at about the 15. He's got some running room. Up to about the 35-yard line. That's where the Indians will take over, first and 10. With 8.03 remaining here in this fourth quarter. We got a good one here, folks. Stick around. 
Number 11, Brandon Couch on the tackle. Coming up next week here on the Gem City Sports Network on the Saturday afternoon, it'll be college football as the Central State Marauders close out their home season as they take on the Lane Dragons on Senior Day. We'll start our coverage beginning at noon with Senior Day activities. Here come the Indians up to the line of scrimmage. There's a handoff to Richards up the middle. He's going to pick up about three. Up to the 38. Brings up second, about eight for the Indians. The second down and looks like seven. Met there by a block of Eagles. Holding here. So the third down, or second down and seven. Ball placed at the 40, or at the 38 yard line. Jewel underneath center. There's a pitch back over to the near side to Lawson. Lawson cups up field and gets in up over past the 40 up to the 42 yard line. Blake so Lawson it's going to be right third down. Six. Third and three. Third and about two and a half. He was back there by number 16, Aaron Rogers. So it'll be third down and about three. Ball placed at the 42 yard line. Clock running. Indians need to get a score. 6.58 to go here in this third quarter, or fourth quarter. There's a handoff once again. This time goes to uh, Richards. He's not going Richards anywhere. Immediately. Number 57. So it's going to be fourth down. Drew DeWitt brings up fourth and two. They're going to make it. They're going to pick up a yard. It'll be placed at the 43-yard line. Fourth and two. Coach Clodfelder is going to go for it. There we go. Dawson and Richards. Dawson has it, and Lawson has it, and he's not going to go anywhere. Lawson on the He's going to be dropped. At the 43-yard line, right at the line Lost of scrimmage. Of two yards. And it's going to be first and ten for the Eagles at the Indian 43-yard line with 6-10 left in this in this contest. Good ball game here this, after, this evening at... Uh, So, first and ten at the 43-yard line for the for the Eagles. Once again, back in the backfield is Berard. Atkins will ha- fake the handoff to Berard. Fires over the middle and incomplete. Intended for Orr. He wasn't even looking Atkins for it. Pass to number seven, Connor Bach. Falls incomplete. Blake Lawson on your cover. Brings up second and ten. So second and ten. Ball placed at the 43-yard line of the Carlisle Indians. Second and ten. This time Atkins underneath center, and he's going to hand off, and going nowhere is the ball carrier. Couldn't see who it was. That was Deem. Braden Deem on the 
Carry up the middle. Picks up maybe one, and that's it. Jeremy Hand and number 56, Logan Rouse. Brings up third nine for the Eagles. The third and nine. Ball placed at the 42-yard line. Of the Indians. Indians trying to hold. They need to they need to score. They need to win to get into the playoffs. Or if they lose, they need a lot of help. This time Atkins in the gun. Atkins going back to pass, looking for somebody. Still has time looking downfield. Going for or or has it. He's got the twenty-five. And he's gonna be brought down into twenty-four. That's gonna be good enough for a first down for the Eagles. It's the fourth first down of the game of the half for Eaton and ten for the game. That was highly unofficial, folks. Highly unofficial. So it'll be first and ten. Ball placed at the twenty-four yard line of the they Indians. They are up for first down. First and ten from this time. Deem and Gerard in the backfield along with Orr. Full house backfield. Hand off this time to Burrard. Burrard's going to be stopped at the 20-yard line, or 25-yard line. Burrard takes it up the right side, met immediately by Cruz Allison for a loss of about a yard on the play. Brings up second lose a yard. Second down and 11. Clock continues to run. 4.28 to go here in this contest. Full house backfield once again for the Eagles. Atkins back to pass, firing over to the near side. He's got Orr open at the 10, down to the 7-yard line. Atkins pass ball's complete. And we got a penalty marker down. Penalty marker down on the far side. An eligible man downfield. So ineligible... Man downfield, so one of the linemen went down. Went a little too far. Penalty on the Eagles. That'll back them up. Nullify the play. So it'll be second down and about. We're going to mark it at the third. Looks like second 15 for the Eagles from their Indian 30-yard line. So they got it second and 15 for the Eagles at the Indian 30-yard line. 345 and counting left here in this contest. Quick game so far. Just 9 o'clock here in the East Coast. Time called. We're going to take a timeout too. Back after this, 14 to 7 is our score. A Special Wish Foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a Special Wish Foundation Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. Fourteen to seven is our score. Second down to fifteen for the Eagles at the 
Indian 30-yard line. Berard in the backfield behind Atkins. Atkins in the gun. Atkins going back to pass. Fires downfield, and he's incomplete. A nice play. Atkins pass ball's incomplete. Nice play by Ethan Ham and knocked it out of the hand of the intended receiver. And it's going to be third down and 15. Brings up third and 15 for the Eagles. Don't go anywhere, folks. This is going to go right down to the wire. 331 remaining here in this fourth quarter. Indians trying to get the ball back. And take it downfield to tie this thing up. But. Eaton's got the ball right now. Two receivers to the near side. Berard in the backfield. Berard, or they throw over to the right side. They got a man open, and he's going to get down to about the inside the 25. Dean calls calls timeout. It's going to be fourth down. And it's going to be fourth and eight for the Eaton Eagles. Do they, does their kicker in uh, Hewitt have a good enough leg? He kicked a 50 yarder last week. He's got the, he's got the range. They are in range of him. If they were to kick it now, it would probably be about a 38 yard field goal, maybe? 38 or 40 yard field goal. So here come the Eagles. They decide what they're going to do. So Hewitt is going to come on. They're going to place the ball at the 30 yard, or they're going to try from the 30 yard line. So a 40 yard field goal coming up. 40 yard attempt. He kicked a 50 yarder against Waynesville last week. Let's see if he's got the leg for it this, this week. Good snap, kick is up, it's long enough, and good! 40-yard field goal. 40-yard field goal by Hewitt is good for the Eagles, bringing the score 17-7. That makes it now 17-7. So, Indians trail by 10 with 3.08 to go. So now seventeen to seven. See if we can get some scores from around the area. Waynesville thirty-five, Valley View twenty-seven. Third quarter. Score update. Fourth quarter. Waynesville thirty-five, Valley View twenty-seven. Wapakoneta thirty, Salina three. Van Wert, 28-14 over Elida. Let's see here. Hewitt on the kick for the Eaton Eagles. Blake Lawson back deep to turn for the Carlisle Indians. Brookville, 28. Franklin, 14. Brooklyn, Brookville, 28. Franklin, 14. In the fourth. There we go. Kick coming down. Nice boot. And it goes into the end zone. That ball went into the end zone. So it's going to be first and ten at the twenty yard line for the Eagle or for the Indians. They got to go first. It's first and eighty for them. 
They got to score, get the ball back, and at least score. They got it's a two possession game basically. So, seventeen to seven is our score here in the fourth quarter, with three oh five remaining here in this contest. First and ten, Indians. Ball placed at the twenty the yard Indians line. Indians take over first and ten from their own twenty yard line. Three oh five left to go in the game. So three oh five left in this one. Jewel underneath center. There's a handoff to Lawson. Lawson coming around the near side. Lawson's got some running room. He's to the 35, to the 40, and pushed out of bounds at the 43-yard line. Atkins booted, uh, kicked him out of play, or pushed him out of play. A hold against the uh, against the Indians. Going to march it back 10 yards. So it'll be first and 20. That'll nullify the play and bring it first and 20 from the... That was a nice play line. by Lawson. So it'll be first and 20. Ball will be placed at the 15-yard line. No, wait. It'll be first and about 14. Jewel fires up the field, has a man. Joel passed uh, Luke Richards for about Richards two yards on the play. Gets back to the original line of scrimmage. Number 17, Leslie Orr. It'd be, sec- it'd be third down and... Bring up second about 10. For second and 10. Ball will be placed at the 20-yard line. Joel rolling to his left, looking downfield. Fires downfield and has Lawson. Jules pass complete to Blake Lawson. Uh, Lawson, and that's going to be close to a first down. That's going to be a first down Looks for like Carlisle. First down for the Indians, brought to you by the Carlisle Athletic Boosters. So it'll be first and ten, ball placed at the 30-yard line. We have 220 left. left. 220 left in this ballgame. Once again, Jewel underneath center. Jewel going back to pass. And he's going to be brought down from behind. Back at the 30-yard line. Jewel is sacked in the backfield match by J.P. Gels. And so no gain on the play. Second down and 10. Number 17, Preston Orr. A lot of people, lot of people here know Southwestern Buckeye League are interested in that Valley View-Waynesville game. Lavelle, or... Jewel fires downfield. Pass is intercepted. Pass is intercepted by Caden Neely. Or may take it back. Brandon Couch. That's going to nail it. So 142 left in this one. Eaton has just solidified possibly a home game next week. Eaton or uh, Carlisle. They got they got to have some help. They were fifteenth coming in and they needed to win, but they needed some help Eaton also. First and ten. A couple of plays and a couple of plays and this game will be over with. Atkins will go up underneath center. Full house backfield. Handoff goes to Berard. Berard is going to pick up. 
maybe a yard. Clock running with a minute and a half left. Brings up second down. Both teams have two timeouts left. Timeout called by by Carla. Back after this. With a minute twenty-five to go. A special wish foundation of Dayton has a new name. It is now a special wish foundation, Dayton and Southwest Ohio chapter. They now serve 20 counties in southwest Ohio and work with families whose children are being seen at Dayton Children's and Cincinnati Children's Hospitals. The organization has granted over 1,800 wishes to those children battling life-threatening illnesses. To find out how you can help make a special wish come true, log on to their website, aspecialwishdayton.org, or call them at 937-223-WISH. A Special Wish Foundation is a 501c3, and all funds stay within the local community to support local children. No matter the... One timeout left for the Indians. Berard will get the ball, and he's going to scoot loose. And breaks one tackle, breaks a couple of them, and is pushed... Stays in bounds at the 21-yard line. Clock continues to run. 109 to go here in this one. Carlisle has one timeout left. Now Eaton is going over to talk to Brad Davis. The clock continues to run. And they will probably call timeout. they still got plenty of time. They thought they thought Carlisle was going to call timeout. Atkins keeps the ball. Atkins is your ball carrier up and the middle. He got has the first down. First down for the Eagles. And that's going to do it. Thirty seconds left. So I think your final score is going to be seventeen to seven. Nope, that's it, folks. And that will be the final play of the game here at Laughlin Field. So your final score, 17 your to 7. Score, 17, Carlisle 7. Coming up on Sunday, we'll have the playoff pairing show. The playoff pairing show will be on at 6 o'clock on Sunday. We'll have all the, uh, all the pairings Drive for all the divisions in this area. So, uh, join us then, plus the, uh, Harness Racing uh, Drivers uh, interviews at 7. So, Stuck Brown saying so long. Thank you for joining us this season. I hope to have a game for you next week. We will know on Sunday. So, until then, Stuck Brown saying so long. Your final score once again, the Eaton Eagles 17 and the Carlisle Indians 7. This has been a presentation of the Gem City Sports Network. You've been listening to the High School Game of the Week. Tonight's game has been brought to you by Profiler Performance Products. By McAfee Heating and Air. Any season, any time, McAfee. By Profiler Inc. By the USO. 
by a Special Wish Foundation of Dayton in Southwest Ohio, by the Ohio High School Athletic Association, and by the Gem City Sports Network, your source for local sports in the Miami Valley, the Gem City Sports Network. Join us next time for all the exciting action of high school football right here on the Gem City Sports Network. Thank you.